0: America and the world. This is Mark Dancoff coming to live on RBN with the Dancoff Report on this 31st of March 2023. We have with us the legendary Don Wassel of both the American Freedom News, which you can find online at AmericanFreedomNews.us. Subscribe to Don's newspaper, and that is the Freedom Times. He at some point, I'm sure, will share with uh, all of us at RBN how we can do so. And uh, Don is a supporter of RBN, which is why you will from time to time uh, see his ad on this network. He's one of the most knowledgeable people in the business. And uh, let's greet him and then I'll uh, open with a question for him. Don, how are you?
1: Greetings and salutations, Mark. Uh, I I appreciate that. I I should probably get off now. That's such a wonderful introduction. It it can only go downhill yeah, that's right. well the, the whole country's going downhill so
0: all yeah. we have to do is go in the opposite direction whatever that means. Very so,
1: true very true.
0: Well Don uh, I'm looking at your intelligence report uh, from the uh, from the March 2023 edition and I'm uh, thinking of how much information is in there, how many things have transpired uh, since uh, you went to press with your latest issue. I'm thinking, of course, of the uh, transgender uh, shooting up of an uh, Pre- evangelical Presbyterian school in Nashville in the way that the uh, radical left in this country, not to mention the president of the United States, uh, such as he is, had been trying to spin that. And then, of course, the Russian-Ukrainian thing continues to uh, in, uh, bring the United States all kinds of unintended blowback, and last but not least, we have the uh, indictment of Donald Trump. And I gave an interview this, uh, this afternoon that was a rather lengthy one for uh, Russian news media. They contacted me for my remarks on that, and uh, probably a small percentage of what I actually said to them will be used. But nonetheless, uh, there are people that actually listen to us in the alt-right. Uh, in regard to what we think about these things, and that uh, tends to be more so internationally than obviously with domestic American media. Uh, Don, what is your take on all of this, and how do we possibly get out of this mess?
1: Well, it's kind of amazing, isn't it, Mark? I mean, uh, I think Tucker Carlson remarked on about this a few weeks ago. There's more events happening in a day or two, big stories than used to take place in like six months. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, And it's just an endless stream, and it just comes at you fast and furious. You try to digest one big story, and then there's another one. And, uh, I mean, we're about the same age. I think the same age, actually, the same age, exactly. And uh, I'm sure you remember back in the early to mid-1970s when the Watergate scandal broke. I mean, and and you had CBS News, ABC News, NBC News, Mm -hmm. and, and a little bit of PBS. But that was it. And of course, the daily newspapers. But I, I, I still remember on those three networks, night after night after night, week after week, month after month, and literally year after year, they were just obsessed with Watergate. Uh, you know, they would lead off the, the news every almost every night with something, the latest developments of Watergate, sometimes 15, 20 minutes worth. I mean, they would just were obsessed and focused on that one story. But now that huge events happen and, uh, you know, sometimes they're not even uh, in the next day's news cycle. So what do you what do you want me to comment on? You you put a whole mouthful out there. Which one do you want me to say something about here?
0: Well, uh, why don't we get this started first with this Trump situation? Uh, what is your reading of this thing? I know Johnny Punish over at uh, uh, VT Foreign Policy uh, did a did a brief uh, taping with me of a video yesterday on this he referred to it as the Trump circus in terms of the way the establishment is handling it. Uh, Well, what's your take on what's going to happen with this thing? What's the political fallout going to be uh, from this uh, George Soros funded prosecutor or district attorney up in Manhattan uh, uh, pursuing uh, this, this line uh, when it comes to this uh, rather ancient Stormy Daniels case?
1: Well, I think, First thing, we're going to have to wait till next week and see what the indictment actually says. Supposedly there's 34 counts. It might all be frivolous and might all be based off just one or two payments or each check he wrote or something or his uh, disgraced attorney, former attorney wrote. So we're going to have to see if there's any surprises in there or it turns out to be as frivolous and uh, as much an abuse of, of prosecu- uh, prosecution abuse as one can imagine in this thing. So I think a lot depends on that. And we're just going to have to see. I mean the, the – Establishment is determined to get Trump. I, I was watching a lot of Fox News last night, and there was a lot of uh, analysts on there, all conservative, and they they all seem to think that this is going to benefit Trump. The court case or the indictment will be laughed out of court, uh, et cetera, et cetera. But you know what we're dealing with? We're dealing with very ruthless, determined people. And uh, if they can't get it through this indictment in New York, it might you know there'll be another one. It'll be an endless. Uh, be one coming from Georgia. Uh, probably from the so-called Justice Department. I mean, it's it's going to be endless, and so you know we're just going to have to see. Uh, you know, I, I think it's I think it'll backfire, but we said that about a lot of things, and the, the power structure that we have just—they never back off. There's never any accountability. They they never cut us, the the deplorable half or two thirds of the country, any slack. They just move ahead with their communistic totalitarian agenda. And they dare us to do anything about it. I think uh, one of the common themes last night on, on Fox was conservatives better not do anything violent, which I agree with. I mean it, it's – because this is exactly what the Biden cabal wants. I mean they, they're desperate for so-called white supremacist, uh, supremacist incidents or violence from the, the right so they can pounce on it and then even double down on their oppression of of the country they're at war with. So it's it's a it's a very – complicated situation it's a very unsettled situation i mean americans have to be furious The have at least the half of the country or more that supports trump how can you not be furious i mean this is, it, it's sort of the official beginning if anyone had any illusions that we now live in a banana republic with a communistic dictatorship and it's all out in the open and they're basically saying their thumb of their nose what are you going to do about it and uh, hopefully we can do things about it but we're gonna have to be very smart we're going to need organization and leadership. And I, you know, I was thinking about this a lot. You think of dates in American history and dates that don't even need the year. You just say January 6th. Everyone knows what year you're talking about. 9-11, November 22nd, December 7th. We all know what those events are. And I'm only, I can only hope that we win out over the evil that's taken over this country and that the real day of infamy will be not January 6th, but March 30th, the day that Donald Trump was indicted, and uh, so we got, we have. But it's not just going to happen. I mean, maybe there'll be a miracle uh, that we can pray for. But I think the, the overriding lesson is that we have got to do it ourselves. The Republican Party is not really a legitimate political opposition. There's some good ones here and there, but not nearly enough. So we have to think. You know, this is the situation we're in. How are we going to best fight it without making it worse?
0: Yes, you left out one significant one, and that's today, Don. Uh, Joe Biden has just declared that every March thirty-first will be Transgender Day. So don't leave that one out.
2: Jeez. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um,
0: yeah, I, that that will go down in history, hopefully in flames. But nonetheless, uh, you know, wearing his pride think, outfit,
1: did, did he? You know, uh, I don't did, know. <laughs> they pointed but, him towards the microphone. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Shake hands with some imaginary friends and then read try to read this uh what we have on the teleprompter for you. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. I mean this this is the
0: state to which we have fallen and you know I I basically uh uh am of the mindset uh Don and and, and this is my take and I, I said this to Sputnik. Uh basically when you look at the Biden administration, clearly I think the most incompetent in American history and, of course, that's saying quite a lot when you consider some of the other competitors that could be put in there. But, but uh, certainly, uh, and when you look at the Biden administration, what are we talking about? Uh, first of all, we're talking about the correct perception of an increasing number of Americans that our entire federal in, uh, uh, law enforcement and uh, intelligence structure, along with the mainstream media, and along with Soros-backed prosecutors like this gentleman in Manhattan, uh, these are folks uh, who uh, want to uh, uh, politicize an indictment over this Stormy Daniels controversy, which is now uh, some seven years old, and to choose now is the time to do it. And I told Sputnik that the, the timing is everything in this because uh, when you look at the the... Total blowback from the Russian-Ukrainian conflict. What's happening to the economies of Western Europe? Uh, the the reunification of Russia and China in terms of a very very significant political and military and economic alliance. The development of Eurasia as as the wave of the future and the way that the uh, Atlanticism of the post World War II period is. Is now provably an absolute decline. Economies, uh, militaries, uh, cultures, the demographics, uh, uh, criminally incompetent leadership in virtually every Western country, with the exception of one or two. And then when you you know you start talking about. Uh, the, the Hunter Biden uh, laptop expose that the New York Post came out with before the 2020 elections that was provably suppressed by the deep state uh, with, the, with the connivance of American social media uh, and American mainstream media. That of course was uh, we were told that was Russian disinformation. Uh, it's now been proven that it wasn't Russian disinformation, and that what's in that laptop uh, uh, points to uh, Biden criminality, the Biden family's criminality, uh, and things related both to Ukraine and to China, and to uh, uh, and to many, many thousands, if not millions, of dollars being involved in this. Uh, start looking at this whole situation uh, with. Uh, the uh, southern border crisis in the United States. Uh, we're now discovering that our military is not prepared to fight uh, a a conflict with even one major uh, uh, military power, not to mention uh, two or three that uh, Biden seems to be pushing the envelope uh, toward us being involved with. I'm speaking of Russia, China, and Iran. Uh, we're seeing the Chinese diplomatic uh, coup in the uh, rapprochement of uh, Iran and Saudi Arabia, uh, which has increasingly cut Israel out of the loop. Uh, we're looking at all of the domestic uh, uh, unrest going on in France and Israel, among other places. Uh, you start talking about the de dollarization uh, of the world economy, which is going to cause the petrodollar to go into the drink. Uh, you start looking at, at all of these different things, the banking <laughs> failures. Uh, what has happened to the American manufacturing economy over many years that has now been exposed by our our inability uh, to keep up with Russia when it comes to uh, production for an industrial-military conflict. Uh, my, My advice to conservatives would simply be to not play into the hands of Biden and Soros and company, by engaging in any significant domestic disturbance at this time uh, I think that the the thing to do is to simply allow the political backlash against this uh, this this uh, this case uh, to begin to build at the same time that the I think the sheer weight of the incompetence of this administration and the sheer weight of the coming collapse of what you, among others, have called global homo, points to a future time, perhaps, when Americans can begin uh, to take to the streets after the damage that these that this cabal has done to this country becomes so catastrophic that that no one will support uh, any of the uh, any of these mainstream political figures or any of the games they've been playing up to this point. And that it's at that juncture that we will see, I think, and I, I, I don't want to see this, but I said this to Sputnik, I said it, uh, said it to Johnny Punish at VT uh, Foreign Policy yesterday, there's going to eventually be a conflict, sadly, that I think will produce a civil war in this country far greater than the one between 1861 and 1865. <laughs> and But the the timing is everything. I think uh, serious domestic unrest in this country now over this legal case against Trump uh, would be playing right into the hands of Biden and the global homo cabal. I, I think that now is not the time to, uh, to do anything but to sit there and to let these guys uh, collapse under their own weight.
1: Well, yeah, I agree with that completely. I mean, I, yeah, I, I said that a little, a little earlier. We can't be doing things that the regime, while it still has a lot of Well, still has control over all the institutions, including law enforcement. You don't want to play into their hands, and that's where that's where the strategy always goes back and forth. I mean, they they have a 1945 mindset. They're used to certain ways of looking at things and opposing opponents, uh, delegitimizing them, uh, marginalizing people uh, and groups they don't like, and so they go back to their playbook. So. We have to think outside the box as well, and that's why I'm always encouraging people. There's there's all kinds of different ways to do it. I mean, you can withdraw your support as much as possible from the system. You can talk to people. One of the biggest problems we have is most of our people don't get out in real life and talk to people. I mean, that's the way Americans are. I mean, we're we're so isolated and lonely and, and depressed as people. We've lost all sense of community. We've got to get that back. I mean the the internet's a wonderful thing but it, you have to keep it in in perspective and use it in important ways but don't you know don't let it become a drug like a lot of people do with their television set it's on all the time they're just watching it hypnotized so we've got to build networks we've got to work with a lot of different people uh we we have to be politically active to get better representatives you can, the Republican party is part of the problem but it's it's also can be used in positive ways locally and in and statewide and you know, we, there's some good congressmen, so we we need to get better congressmen, of courage and principle, and so and and keep building the alternative media. I was thinking about that again earlier today. Um, uh, Tucker Carlson, when he he's done a great job at showing some of the uh, video that nobody was supposed to see from January 6th, and uh, apparently he was told by Murdoch or somebody to cool it a little bit. He kind of withdrew that pretty quickly but i saw something today where a poll even democrats uh, the majority of democrats think that the whole insurrection nonsense is just that it wasn't an insurrection and so the thing is the the corporate media the fake news media they initially control narratives but over time the alternative media does a really good job to the uh, of course the, the fake news media hates this but we're still out there they have not even with all the censorship they have not been able to totally sideline us and we we reach people but it takes a little while so i think it's important to keep everyone out there not just radio hosts like you and i but to keep building in every way uh print publication like the the freedom times i've been putting that out since 1985 that's almost 40 years and it's been a struggle it's a struggle every month just to get enough money to go to the next issue but things like this are important over time it's it's like throwing a pebble in a pond the big and the ripples the ripples are what it's important. It's not the initial pebble hitting the pond. It's what uh, you know—the waves that go out and spread. And you know, we we have sort of a subterranean influence, but it's definitely there. So I, you know, of course, you're probably like me, Mark. You get up some days and you're pessimistic. Other days, you're optimistic. But I I, I do try to see silver linings out there, and hopefully, this uh, indictment of Trump will go down in infamy. Uh, just like december 7th and i'm not talking about the establishment version of uh, december 7th but go down in infamy is a horrible day in american history that can never be repeated again and hopefully is the beginning of the end for this communist dictatorship we're living under don when
0: we come back i want to ask you a follow-up question in terms of the uh, false flag that might be coming i'll be back with don wassell and you're listening to the Dan Bob Report of RBN Live from San Antonio, Texas. Day
3: tuned.
4: Hello, I'm Dr. Leonard Horowitz. I was right thirty years ago in warning the world about threatening lab virus outbreaks, AIDS and Ebola. I was right 20 years ago when FBI Director Robert Mueller made me a suspect in the anthrax mailings because I warned the Bureau before the CIA's biocrime and Cipro sales psyops happened. I was right about COVID-19 being an AIDS-laced mutagen planned to resurge this fall to excuse officials' profitable depopulation globalization agendas. And I was right about the only safeguards being antioxidants and holy spiritual sustenance vitamin C, D, zinc, chlorophyll, oxygen, and oxy silver especially, transmits the frequency resonance to neutralize the expanded function viral weapon. Oxysilver is a double superconductor of the healing power of love. It is the first nutraceutical invented to amplify prayer power and the faithful loving intention of your heart. Buy, try, and stockpile oxysilver through HealthyWorldStore.com. My name
5: is Don Wiskin, and at 42 years old, I suffered a massive heart attack lost 35% of my heart to damaged tissue, and was supposed to spend the rest of my life on disability. What did I do? I took Extendivite, a garlic and cayenne mix of seven herbs, which rebuilt my heart and gave me back my life. For over 17 years now, I have made this formula available to you so you don't have to suffer the same thing I did. Clean your blocked arteries and strengthen your heart and boost your natural immune system. I'm 60 years old now, and I still work every day. To get your ExtendoVite, call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822, or visit partdrop.com. ExtendoVite is only $69.95 for a two-month supply of either capsules or liquid. Extend your life
2: with ExtendoVite. Free shipping on orders over fifty dollars. See the banners for Hemp Paste at republicbroadcasting.org and visit hemppaste.com slash RBN.
0: to Mark Dankoff Live on the Dankoff Report on RBN, the Republic Broadcasting Network from Round Rock, Texas. In my particular case, of course, I'm sitting here in San Antonio, Texas, and our guest is the great Don Wassel of AmericanFreedomNews.us. That's how you find the online version of Don's work. That's AmericanFreedomNews.us. The print publication is well worth your time in terms of a subscription and that is the Freedom Times. I'm looking, uh, as I broadcast here in front of my little microphone, looking at the March 2023 edition of this. And, of course, all of the articles are good. You will recognize some of the names of the people who write for the Freedom Times, uh, in particular uh, uh, because I've been uh, following the Russian-Ukrainian conflict very closely. There are a couple of essays in here, one by Sidney Secular, The Tragic Tale of Two Titans, And then Boyd Cathay, whose work I also follow in the U.S. review, has one entitled The Four Horsemen Are in Ukraine. And then last but not least is the intelligence report. Uh, Don puts this out in every single print edition of the Freedom Times. Uh, All of the folks who subscribe can see that same intelligence report that I'm glancing at. Uh, I believe for an additional $25 for six months, there's a second half of this intelligence report. It is available for people who subscribe uh, to that second half of the report. The first half, which is what I'm looking at here, is well worth the cost of a print subscription to the Freedom Times in and of itself. So take a look at AmericanFreedomNews.us. Take a close look at subscribing to the Freedom Times. And, of course, you'll notice that Don's ad is on RBN's own website. Uh, This is, in my judgment, the best print publication in the business, for the alt-right uh, that is uh, presently in existence. Don's been at this a long time. The professionalism that comes through in this and every issue uh, is very apparent to anyone who uh, who subscribes. In Don's particular case, after all of these many years, almost 40 years of working with this publication, he took just enough time off uh, thinking that maybe he was finished in this, uh, but then he, like I, has been compulsive enough uh, to uh, re-enter the, re-enter the uh, arena in terms of everything that he's done in the past, even though that has largely been to the detriment of his own sanity from time to time, as well as <laughs> his own economic well-being. Uh, he's not in this for the money, folks. Uh, neither am I. Uh, Don might be a nickel ahead of me in terms of the financial <laughs> industry, but uh, nobody who does what he does uh, with the integrity that he does it with is in it for the money. Uh, Because being involved in honest alt-right media is not where the money action is. But, of course, as I suggested to Johnny Punish yesterday uh, when we were doing this VT Foreign Policy uh, video that you can see at VT Foreign Policy now, uh, the the folks who uh, are in this for the money tend to be people that have sold their souls a long time ago. Uh, to all kinds of uh, nefarious interests. Uh, They do a lot better than we do in this life. I suspect that in the next life, which I believe in as a Christian, they won't be doing as well. But uh, nonetheless, you must uh, take a close look at at AmericanFreedomNews.us and the print edition of what Don does, which comes out every month, and that is the Freedom Times. Uh, Don, let me ask you a question. Uh, In terms of this whole Tragedy that took place in Nashville uh, with this uh, transgender uh, 28-year-old transgender male, shall we say, who uh, who uh, killed six innocent people, three children, uh, three employees of this Presbyterian Church in America, evangelical elementary school. Uh, is there a connection? I'm not saying there is, but is there a connection between? The media's obvious su- suppression of the actual identity of this shooter, in terms of the background, for a very long period of time. Now that they couldn't uh, deny this person's, uh, shall we say, demographics any longer, uh, they they have uh, made it a point to say that uh, they still can't figure out what a motive might have been for these for these uh, heinous uh, shootings. Uh, when, uh, although we'll never absolutely know there seems to be on a prima facie basis some connection between this person's uh, transgender status, their past status as a a student at this particular school, and the events that transpired. But then here we have, a handful of days later, Joe Biden officially proclaiming uh, as a a presidential proclamation that today, uh, March 31st, shall forever be known as Uh, International Transgender Day or at least Transgender Day uh, as far as the government of the United States is concerned. Is there a connection between the timing of this Biden uh, Transgender Proclamation uh, and the events a few days ago in Nashville? Do you you think there's a connection there?
1: International Transgender Day, that's going to go over real well in most countries, isn't it? I mean, come on. (laughs) It's like getting hockey players to wear the, uh, you know, the uh, pink and purple uh, uniforms and stuff, you know, to honor pride and things like that. First of all, Mark, I want to thank you, though. Oh, guess we're going another break? Oh. Yeah, this
0: Shut is the short break, uh, Don. Stay with us, and uh, we'll get to your answer when we come back. You're listening to Mark Dancoff on the Dancoff Report on the Republic Broadcasting Network, live from San Antonio. Stay tuned. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org.
6: My name is John. I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get, and you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's R E P U B one Zero.
0: Standing six foot four, weighing two hundred and forty-five pounds of crime fighting political
2: science analyzing brawn. Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Patrick Slattery.
6: So Mike, get off this anti-cicada agenda.
2: I'm a born-again traditional Christian, and my
1: favorite possessions are right here on my nightstand. That would be the King James Bible and my 357
2: revolver.
6: I'd rather be ruled by Chinamen than Jews.
2: Cool it with the anti-Semitic
6: remarks, right? Just because you steal an election and terminate the republic doesn't mean you terminate the people in the republic, because we're still here.
5: I'm not taking the vaccine. F- you, Bill Gates.
4: There was a way forward still on January 6th. What needed to be done is to object to every single state.
0: The COVID-19 virus was the setup. The vaccine could very well be a bioweapon.
6: The Patrick and Jeremy Show, Tuesday at 9 Central and Wednesday at 1 Central.
3: Did you know that essential oils have had a multitude of natural health and skin uses in history? but have been somewhat forgotten by recent civilization? Susanna's Secret offers 100% pure and natural oils at prices you can actually afford. Do you have a house or office with a musty smell or mold? Studies have shown that essential oils like the one in our thief and robber's blend will kill or inhibit mold, viruses, bacteria, and fungus. Just diffuse with it and you will see the long-lasting effects that even synthetic chemicals don't achieve. Purifica. Purifica another one of our products used to clean and freshen your house or give a natural scent when drying laundry. For that special lady, we offer a ginger argan oil in a beautiful cosmetic bottle or a pure argan oil, a natural acne-fighting product. Check us out at susanasecret.com. That's S-U-S-A-N-A-S secret.com. S-U-S-A-N-A-S secret.com.
0: We're back. You're listening to the Dan Dancoff Report live from San Antonio, Texas, via RBN. On this March 31st, our special guest is Don Wassel, longtime editor of the Freedom Times, which is the print version of what Don does. You can find his very, very, very fine website at AmericanFreedomNews.us, uh, where for those of you who are looking for a single place to go to, if you can only go to one, Uh, To find the news stories that are of greatest interest to you, as a listener to this (laughs) network, it's likely to be Don's AmericanFreedomNews.us in regard to the way in which he has uh, stuff that his own staff produces in terms of uh, writing contributions. But then Don is also, uh, with full attribution, borrowing from other fine websites when he sees news articles that he thinks that uh, uh, should be available to you online. Done uh, a few days ago. Uh, Paul Craig Roberts had a story uh, talking about uh, uh, the um, uh, the the quota king, as it were, uh, pretending to be a U.S. defense secretary, uh, basically destroying the U.S. Army. Then your intelligence report of the uh, Freedom Times this March 2023, twenty twenty three twenty 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 three has a tremendous amount of information in it about what has happened to the American military with this woke movement. What do you think, for our listeners, uh, are, are all of the implications of this? And does the leadership of this country, uh, such as it is, truly believe that a woke American military of the type that both you and Dr. Roberts uh, have exposed can possibly, credibly, uh, operate in a uh, conventional war environment that uh, would involve uh, not uh, what I think Colonel McGregor has uh, Riley termed recently, not in terms of the the Middle Eastern wars of uh, George Bush and, and his uh, merry men, been involved as, uh, as uh, Colonel McGregor put it, uh, as uh, Colonel McGregor put it, Uh, gets into the whole issue of (laughs) the American military uh, chasing people with towels around their heads and wearing sandals, but suddenly up against very powerful, powerful militaries. I'm speaking of uh, Russia, China, and Iran possibly uh, operating uh, together uh, in an an operation against our neocon establishment. How does our neocon establishment Uh, And our woke establishment, how does it think that the American military that you describe, which is very different from my father's uh, Army Air Corps and Air Force of a bygone era, how do they truly believe that what you and Paul Craig Roberts describe uh, is is a military that can be credible in the most arguably the most dangerous international uh, environment that we've been in for at least 60 years?
1: Well, uh, before I get into that, Mark, I wanted to thank you uh, for, you've been a great booster and promoter of the uh, Freedom Times, and I, I really do appreciate it, because it, it's a tough environment uh, just to keep a print publication, a patriotic one going in, in the U.S. Uh, there's only one or two others, and it's a it's a real struggle. And uh, you, you mentioned AmericanFreedomNews.us, anyone can go there, and if you look in the right column, it says, latest from the Freedom Times newspaper, uh, there's, a number of articles from the the new April issue, which is uh, which was mailed earlier this week, uh, are on there. Uh, not the entire articles, but good snippets of them, including the intelligence report. I mean, there's if you click on the intelligence report, it goes on and on quite a bit, and that's only maybe a third of it because uh, it's about the average intelligence report, including 2.0, the second half of it. It's about a minimum of 20 pages each month of single spaced typing that you know, I put together. So that, that alone is quite an effort, but to get, to get back to the, um, the military. Yeah. First of all, this Lloyd Austin character, I, I, I laugh every time I see him because all through COVID. And I think even beyond when you saw him, he was, you know, he's, he's this big hulking figure. And yet he was always wearing not only a mask, but an entire face shield. You know, I mean, talk about portraying weakness. Here's the secretary of war looking like, uh, you know, he's afraid of his own shadow. You know, I mean, what kind of image does that give out? I mean, it's 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 amazing, but yeah, the military. You know, it's, we always go back and forth: Is this country now run by malicious revolutionaries, or is it just a bunch of malicious incompetence? I think really the answer is probably a, a combination of this both. Um, I think these these lunatics actually think that they can have a mostly a military that mostly doesn't even need human beings, just as we're moving towards AI. And uh, robots taking over jobs, I think the plan is – and it was first illustrated by drones. I mean uh, drones are a phenomenon just in the last 15, 20 years, and now everybody takes them for granted. And it's they are a way for the military to bomb. Of course, the military – our military loves bombing from 20,000 feet. And it's a way for them to bomb their supposed enemies with, and risking very little as far as uh, lost soldiers. So I think that was uh, – that gives you an indication of the way they're moving with technology and even AI. They want to have a mostly uh, robotic AI military at some point with uh, the robots, you know, the Terminators right out of the uh, 1984 movie with with Arnold Schwarzenegger that are heavily armed and uh, you know they they're not even humans. So they're they're going to rely more and more on them on drones, uh, just things that can be done from bases here in the U.S. to Inflict harm on their enemies thousands and thousands of miles away. Now, you know, I, I tend to believe. Yeah, we're so weakened now. I think that's foolish. Um, I think if Russia and or China actually decided to take the U.S. on, it would not be good for this country. And I'm not even talking about if it went nuclear. I mean, we are just so weak. Uh, 77% of young Americans are unfit for the military, and that's a lot of these woke people. So how woke can even if well, they keep human beings? And, of course, women are in there now too, which that used to be something that all Americans, virtually all Americans agreed should never happen. Of course, now it's just – it's like gay marriage and everything else. Sooner or later, the the so-called Republican uh, conservatives capitulate to it. So, yeah, and, of course, everything's been – the timetable seemed to have gone into hyperspeed about the time Trump became president. Uh, you know, it's, so many things have changed so quickly, and the military's part of it, and now it's all open and brazen. Uh the fact that they they talk about nuclear war and just I mean I think Americans the average American a lot of them are just they have no idea what a nuclear war would be like. I mean they they think of war as a video game. I think a lot of people. I mean they talk people talk. Well, if it gets to a nuclear war, uh, you know that's uh, last uh, it may happen it may not. You do not want nuclear war to happen under any circumstances. That's the end. That is the end of civilization if it gets to a nuclear conflict. But who knows what's in the minds of these madmen that are running things now. But the fact is they – over a couple generations, as as you and I know and a lot of other people were on top of the the watchtower trying to warn Americans of what was going on. Going, Look at Joseph McCarthy. Look how right he was about everything. Is it uh, the the kind of communism that was – Found uh, in the 1950s, no, but it's a form of communism, and they marched through the institutions over a couple generations. They basically had no opposition, and now they think they've got everything, and there's nothing anybody can do about it. But I don't agree with that, but it's a difficult situation, and we better start thinking outside the box.
0: Well, uh, let me ask you two questions on this. Uh, One I was getting ready to ask you when we had a short break. Uh, In terms of uh, what I argue will be the collapse of global homo in this country, when you start looking at the blowback from this Russian-Ukrainian conflict, all of the assumptions uh, about a high-tech military uh, with gadgets uh, that uh, could function without a strong uh, industrial manufacturing economy uh, have been proven wrong by this war. Uh, when you start looking at the, the failures in the banking system, which are a portent of things to come, I believe, the Russian-Ukrainian conflict will become increasingly one of panic for the neocons after the Russians finish taking Bakhmut, I argue anyway. Uh, you've got a situation where uh, this invasion of the United States via the southern border will continue apace. Uh, We could go on and on with all of these things that I I think if if we simply sit back and watch will cause this whole system to collapse under its own weight, not to mention uh, uh, energy and and food price costs and eventual shortages there, the decline in our infrastructure, all of these derailments going on and so forth and so on. Uh, Are we uh, to expect a, a desperation false flag? from these uh, uh, neocons uh, in the cabal that runs this country uh, that has many supporters, both Republican and Democrat, will they attempt a false flag on the order of what uh, Roosevelt arranged at Pearl Harbor? We know this, of course, through things that uh, have, have come to us via Freedom of Information Act and a number of fine books over years based upon the FOIA uh, document uh, acquisitions, uh, and certainly 9-11. Is that what is coming? And do these people believe that the American people will fall for this once again in uh, in uh, becoming involved in, in mass hysteria uh, in a war that uh, arguably maybe the cabal needs in order to try and sustain itself? Is that what we're headed for? And in terms of a war, uh, God forbid that uh, the, uh, the where the this cabal would get its way via a very carefully engineered false flag operation. Uh, first of all, do you think that that'll be successful this time in duping Americans? And then looking at the state of our military, uh, do these people really believe that uh, with all of the factors operating against the United States now, especially how screwed up its military is? That we could possibly prevail in a conflict with Putin's Russia and with China and with Iran. I mean, how does this play out?
1: Well, we certainly, or the U.S. I I, I don't even like saying we because I I yes. don't I don't endorse any of what's going on. In yes, it neither do why
0: that's a good point. Neither I
1: well, do I don't like I see too many commentators keep us we you know it's our no it's them <laughs> you know it's them yes. They're doing it. The government's doing these things. But, um, you know, who knows as far as the false flag? Nobody knows what the scenarios are, uh, what they're – I'm sure at any given time, they're uh, p- plotting out various uh, things that could or couldn't happen and what the reaction would be. Um, yeah, I, I, Mark, it's, it's – it's, I don't know. I mean they, I think they believe they can basically eliminate white people, especially white men, and continue – the U.S. can continue to be a powerful country, at least militarily. I mean, all you got to do is look at the media, look at commercials. White men have been replaced, and certainly completely when it comes to being positive role models. You never see a white man portrayed positively anymore, um, except maybe in sports. And even then, that's it's there's few and they're few and far between because there's affirmative action in sports too, which a lot of people don't realize. But at any rate, yeah, they they think. I mean, the the hatred for Trump is mirrored in the hatred they have for, let's say, normal Americans, which are mostly white, but not all. I mean, there's a lot of uh, conservative people that aren't white, and I I strongly believe that we need a coalition or an alliance. There's not going to be any uh, white, so-called white awakening. We're past that point. This is a multiracial, multicultural country now. It's past the point of no return. So we have to deal with what reality is, and we need to align with those that have the same traditional values that we do. Uh, for to have any chance of combating this really uh, a tyranny that wants to go international i mean the 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 covid pandemic what was it but it was the it was a rollout on an international scale i think it was a test case to see if they could get away with it and they did so it's and that's not necessarily bad because to the extent the internet is still free you've got people uh, more aware around the world of what the big issues are and really the big issue used, i used to say it was nationalism versus globalism or internationalism but really i think this tranny thing that happened in nashville it's illuminated even more with this it's people that, as tucker carlson said i'll give him credit it's people that think they're god that they can play god versus people like us that know there's a god and are humble and that is the ultimate issue. It's it's coming more and more out in the light. It's it's more clear. And this whole tranny thing. The, to get back to, the, to what happened in Nashville uh, briefly, I think that really opened a lot of eyes and a lot of Christians, uh, their eyes too. Christians can't be meek anymore. You know, if they want to survive, uh, we have to realize that this tranny movement is a like all the other ones, as you know, Mark going back the late '60s and before they're all top down they're all financed from the top down and when you see something like this become so powerful so quickly, there's an agenda behind it I mean and and it, it's so tragic on so many levels that to see the way young kids are being groomed and abused and 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 you see these polls now where twenty percent or more of young people think you know they they're actually another gender. I mean this is just sickness and evil beyond anything that you and I growing up until now, ever thought could take place in the United States of America. Am I right?
0: I think you're absolutely right. And I'll take it one step further, Don. I don't know if you'd go this far or not. Uh, So I'll just speak for myself. I will be the first to say, and I've been saying this for some time, occasionally writing an article about it, uh, with everything that is behind this global homo, new world order, coup d'etat, in February of 2014 in Kiev and everything that has happened since then. And what is obviously the overt persecution of Christianity by the cabal that runs this country here and this Nashville tragedy in terms of the real implications of it is just one example. Uh, But now of course we have all kinds of examples of what Zelensky is doing in Ukraine to the Ukrainian Orthodox Church, uh, which historically has a patriarch, and that patriarch historically is the Russian patriarch. Now we're seeing uh, this, uh, this monastery closure at gunpoint uh, by Zelensky and his pals. We, uh, I'm watching all kinds of film footage of, the, uh, of Zelensky's thugs uh, roughing up uh, priests and uh, believers, uh, in the in the Ukrainian Orthodox Church, uh, which does not recognize the schismatic group, uh, frankly created by the CIA uh, and Bartholomew II of Istanbul, who took money from the CIA to stick his uh, uh, nose in a situation over which he had no ecclesiastical jurisdiction. But the point is this: with all of this going on, uh, I frankly and I I'll, I'll just be this open about it. Uh, and I'm an old Cold Warrior. I'm an anti-communist. I'm a traditional Christian. I believe in the American Bill of Rights and the Second Amendment and all these other things, certainly. But I, I frankly, believe that Vladimir Putin's Russia uh, needs to kick the hell out of global homo in Ukraine and win this thing, uh, not only for Russia but for the rest of us that don't like global homo. I'll uh, ask you about all of that when we come back. Final show. You're listening to Mark Dankoff and the Dankoff Report on RBN live from San Antonio, Texas. Stay tuned.
2: 8214. Ask about our 1-ounce Valcombi detachable bars, which break into one tenth ounce bars. And don't forget, for all of your precious metal needs, whether buying or having the need to sell, call Kettle Moraine Limited. Remember, no dinar, no celery, and no carrots. If you buy from someone else, tell them you want AU, not BS. Call Kettle Moraine LTD today at six zero two seven nine nine eight two one four. 799 Kettle Moraine LTD six zero two seven nine nine eight two one four.
0: We're back. These are the final minutes of the Dan Koff Report with guest Don Wassel. I'm broadcasting, of course, from San Antonio, Texas. Again, check out Don Wassel's website, AmericanFreedomNews.us, online. And uh, via that website, you can get to information as to how to become a Freedom Times subscriber. I'll ask our RBN technician to make sure that Don's uh, website, AmericanFreedomNews.us, is the one that's listed with this show when it archives instead of my normal news listings for RBN listeners, which will resume next week. Don, let me get back in the final minutes here to what I was uh, asking you about when we went to break. Am I wrong for, frankly, wanting Vladimir Putin to win this war in Ukraine, to kick the hell out of Zelensky, this Jewish drag queen comedian uh, that has found his way to becoming the president of an of an orthodox country only to be fighting another orthodox country. Uh, Am I wrong for wanting Putin to frankly win this war and uh, for this to be the beginning of putting global homo and all of its institutions, including NATO out of business for uh, Putin's uh, Russian Orthodox uh, church uh, cultural revival in his country uh, to be a symbol of what we need to recover in the United States Is Vladimir Putin in a a Russian victory in Ukraine a prelude for American Christians and nationalists to eventually, with all of the fallout from what would happen if he won the war, uh, would that be the prelude uh, to the eventual recovery of this country uh, from global homo and the cabal? What do you think?
1: Well, I think a multipolar world is definitely an improvement over a unipolar world, especially with how deranged uh, Washington has become. And, and if you go back, we never, as a country, what election, I, I like to repeat this, what election was it exactly that we voted to become an empire? We never did. Exactly. What election was it that we voted for a great replacement for whites to become a minority and eventually to be pretty much eliminated in this country? There never was. So this facade of democracy we've had for a long time, the the Curtain's been pulled back, and that's a good thing, that people can see more and more that this is not a democratic country. An empire, by definition, cannot be uh, have a benevolent uh, government that lets people live in freedom. So let's get that out of the way. Now, I, I actually did address this in the editorial in the April, the New April issue, which is in the mail now. People should be getting it next week, I would imagine. And I, I, to me, it's just the first step because look at China. China is a dictatorship. Uh, it's a communist dictatorship. It is actually a country that the big tech people, the social media giants, the government, and so many forces in this country all admire and want the U.S. to become. So uh, I think in, – and in Russia is not a free country. It's probably freer than this one now. Most countries are. But it's not – that's – like I said, it's just the beginning. What We have to work towards a world where technology works for us, where there's maximum freedom between – countries, between peoples and groups within countries, and we treat each other with the kind of respect and friendship that, that George Washington talked about. So, And, of course, we've got to denuclearize, so there's a long, long way to go, but that's an important first step if it happens.
0: Yes. I want to thank Don Wassel for being my guest today on the Dan Koff Report on RBN. Again, the site that you need to be taking a look at is at AmericanFreedomNews.us uh, and that will lead you in turn to how you subscribe to the Freedom Times and uh, get on Don's uh, print newspaper list as well. You will not be sorry. See you next week.
1: Thanks, Mark. Mm hmm.
7: It's the best around. And be sure to stop by our store. It's loaded with items that'll have you feeling a sense of member pride and victory. Come unite with us today at TLBtalk.com and join the social media revolution.
0: You can't handle the truth.
7: You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit republicbroadcasting.org today because you can handle the truth.